Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. I've been a naughty girl and I took off camping last week instead of doing my weekly podcast. Hmm, was it truly naughty? Not really. You see, I'm a hobby podcaster and this is supposed to be fun. I do my best to maintain a weekly schedule, but it's much easier to do in the wintertime when the rain is falling. Have you ever heard of the term, the race for happiness? Well, I see it around me all the time, and perhaps not as much as before, because I am in my mid-50s and most of my friends are in retirement stages now. But life can get really busy, and sometimes we need to find a way to slow down. I stopped by to see a good friend last week before I headed out camping. Now, it's been a few months since we connected, and I took a chance that she might be home. So I texted her, you know, just before I arrived and wanted to make sure that it was convenient. And I don't really like to just stop in, especially with my friends who work from home. And she was so happy to see me. And when I arrived, she said to me, stop in anytime. It doesn't matter if I'm busy. I always have time for friends. Thank you, Denise, for those words. You have a way of teaching, even when you're not directing the band. I got my first job in the summer I turned 13. Now I washed test tubes and beakers in a geological assay lab back in the Yukon. Hmm, I made a whole $3 an hour to start, and I thought that was the cat's meow, I really did. Well, it helped contribute to my first saxophone, and it helped provide a steady supply of potato chips and lip gloss and chewing gum. Some of my friend's parents said I was too young to work. But I didn't feel that way at all. I was following in the footsteps of my three older sisters who also started working at a very young age. Life has always been pretty busy for me. I mean, I recall in high school I played saxophone in the band. I used to practice two days a week after school, and every morning we would also have a practice for stage band before we attended classes. Now on top of that, I also used to work Friday nights and Saturdays, Sundays, my mom would have me out of bed early to attend church at 9 a.m. And then it was homework and chores and maybe a little bit of downtime. Yeah, life was really busy, but it was also kind of fun. I moved out at a young age also. I was only 17 when I rolled that car out of the driveway and it was packed to the roof. My first move out meal was a cold can of ravioli and a nice cold beer on the side. Hmm, freedom, it sure felt great. Yeah, I had the freedom to work more because my job in the service industry didn't cover my bills. I was never afraid of working hard, though. You know, throughout the years, I worked at different jobs. Life sometimes dictated my direction, but no matter what, I always worked hard. Now, I'm not saying this to brag, and I don't want to pat myself on the back, because I made choices that could have provided smoother sailing. 
how I continued to work when I had children, and this can be a bit of a touchy subject for some people. I know there are some very strong feelings about the working parent versus the stay-at-home parent subject, and I can really see both sides of it. I can, and I would never comment on what somebody chooses to do. People do what they have to do. Now, in my case, I went back to work when my daughter was only five months old, and I was working in a family business at the time, and my role needed to be filled. Eight years later, when I had my son, I went back to work when he was only four months old. Now, in those days, we only had six months of EI coverage, and I'd gone off work at seven months because I could no longer fulfill the physical requirements of my job. I was in a job at that time that involved lifting many 25-pound boxes. And believe me, when my stomach was out to there, I simply couldn't do it anymore, so I did have to go off work. But I'm really glad that our government has changed the parental benefits now to one year. That is so much better for families, and I wished we'd had that when my children were little. I had a job that affected my personal life for a number of years. I'd often get home and I'd just get in the door and my cell phone was going off because my boss needed my assistance. Now, they weren't lengthy calls, but sometimes I had more than one person from the office calling me for after-hours help. It wasn't unusual for me to walk in the house and interrupt my dinner just to send an email or a quick document for electronic signature. I'd get text messages from the office while I'm out doing my weekly 40-kilometer bike ride, and it would be in my mind the whole way back that I needed to get home so I could attend to that requested task after hours. I wasn't allowed to take summer holidays in that job because it was an industry that was primarily busy in the summer. Hmm, it paid well. My boss was a really nice person. But you know what? In the end, I was just another number in the system. I really was. And from time to time, I'll run into somebody who dealt with me. And they'll tell me how much they miss seeing me at the office after I wasn't there anymore. Yeah, it was great to hear that. But you know, again, I was just another number. My strong dedication to the job paid my bills. And it contributed to the growth and development of a private business. And years later, I'm out there walking with my grown-up son and we're reflecting on jobs and life. And we're talking as adults, you know, and he mentions that he remembers how much I was always having to stop what I was doing to attend to that cell phone. He remembers it well. And now, you know, I'm going to grant it here that my son is definitely a hard worker and he's not afraid to put in the extra effort to assist a business. But he does remember the impact that that job had on my family life. I've often gone the extra mile for people that I work for. You know, I really have. And without naming any businesses, you know, I can reflect on times when I pulled double shifts because people didn't show up. There's a business that I worked for in my early 20s, and I remember this one time when a staff shortage had me working really long hours. There's this one time that I arrived at work at 6.30 in the morning, and because of a shortage in people, I was there till 11.30 at night. Now, 6.30 in the morning till 11.30 at night, that's a long day. I arrived home at midnight that day and I was so tired. I made myself a bowl of soup, put it down on the table, and here I am at midnight and I fall asleep at the table, literally. My head fell right down and it jerked back and I opened my eyes, looked at the soup bowl and decided I needed sleep instead of food. I could always eat in the morning. Those were long days. I was younger then. But I do remember how exhausted I was and I didn't have kids at that time. 
Now I look around at all the healthcare workers who are pulling extra shifts right now. I mean, we really do have a staff shortage in the healthcare industry. And some of these people are putting in really long hours. And you know what? It's taking a toll on their own personal lives and their health. I mean, if I remember how tired I was after a 17-hour workday, I can't imagine, you know, the exhaustion that our healthcare workers are feeling when they want to leave the hospital and they can't go because there's no one to fill their shift. I mean, my jobs required concentration, but I didn't have anyone's life in my hands. That is a lot of pressure. My children had hard-working parents, and in turn, they are hard-working people as well. They don't have a sense of entitlement, and they understand that it is up to them to earn their own way in life. However, I go back to my son, who remembers the impact a particular job had on my personal life. He remembers it well because it impacted him as well. He doesn't complain, but he simply notes that it's part of his memory. My daughter remembers when I was picking up extra jobs to help pay for household repair bills. Again, she's not complaining, but she does remember it well. So why am I thinking about all this? Well, it sparked all the trips down memory lane. Believe it or not, it all started with a pool of fish in the river. It really did. I was camping this past week and it was such an enjoyable trip. I mean, I'm retired and there was no pressure on this trip to have to hurry up and get home for Monday. So my mind was on nature and I could sit back on this trip and I could just breathe. I could just breathe and enjoy the fresh air. And I was in a campground near the ocean and it was calm and peaceful. Every morning I woke up to cool, moist air and, you know, the fog had rolled in and the visibility across the ocean was limited. Uh, but it was really nice, you know, and I'd get up in the morning and I'd walk down by the ocean. One morning I took my fishing rod and I sat down there way early, you know, it's like 6.30 in the morning. And it was so nice to be there just breathing the cool, fresh air, you know, and just seeing the fog and hearing the sound of the foghorn across the way, you know, a little but it was kind of neat and at one point you know a large eagle went and it swooped right on top of me and it came so close to me like I could hear the whoosh whoosh of the wings and I could feel the breeze of it on my shoulders that eagle was so low now I think it was circling around because the salmon were jumping all over in the water in front of me it was really neat to see that my partner discovered a pool of salmon in the nearby river and it was really neat, so he led me and my friends over there, and we all sat together just quietly. You know, sitting with nature, and we're listening to the birds, you can hear the trickle of the water, you can see the salmon in front of you, and it was just calm and peaceful. And we realized how lucky we were to be able to witness that and be part of it. We knew that the salmon were probably going to be on their way to spawning soon, and we knew it was best to just let nature be. Now there's something to be said for just sitting, watching salmon pool in a river and listening to the birds overhead and actually hearing the leaves rustle in the breeze and smelling that fresh island air. No cell phones ringing, no loud voices, simply being with nature. And it's a moment that I'm not going to forget. I lay in bed that night and I thought about life and how the race for happiness can have such an impact. I mean, in today's society, cell phones have caused such a blessing and a habit. Now, it's great to know that if you have a cell phone, you can call for help if your car breaks down or your family can reach you in an emergency. But it's not great when that cell phone becomes a conduit to a never-ending workday that interrupts your family time. 
I know a lot of people who are glued to their phones, and they're on the phone answering emails and texts before they head out the door, and it continues when they come home at night. Family dinners are put on hold for business calls, or children simply eat without their parent present, even though everyone is at home. Does it set a good example that hard work pays off, or does it rob the family of valuable time when everybody connects? Does it leave people in the house feeling like they matter? Is it worth it? On my recent camping trip, I noticed how engaged the families were with their children. We had the best group of kids ever at this campground. We really did. We all commented on it. And the kids were so happy, you know. They were out there riding their bikes and they were playing. And we saw one dad who kept riding around the campground with a whole group of kids behind him. Nobody was crying, nobody was whining, and they were all really happy and just having a really good time. We saw kids fishing with their parents and toddlers walking the trails with their family. It was really refreshing to see this, and we only heard one cell phone ring in the campground while we were there, and believe me, this was really refreshing. I know that sometimes there's no choice but to work the long hours, and everyone deserves a roof over their head and food on the table. But when the quest for personal development and monetary items overtakes family life, it can be a slippery slope. It's important to set aside time and sit down with nature. Breathe that fresh air and look at the kaleidoscope of life through a simple lens. Sure, it's great to have that snowmobile, big boat, fancy truck and newer home, but will it buy you love? Will you end up in the hospital with a heart attack because you didn't have time to care for your own health, but you still find value in all the items that you can no longer enjoy? Are you working longer hours because you want the bigger truck, nicer boat, fancier home, and the latest and greatest of technology? Have you ever considered that the more that you own, the more work it is to look after it? And sometimes there is truth to the old saying that less is best. The concept of minimalism has gained popularity and there are minimalists who focus on different aspects of simplifying their lives. Now simply living is really about focusing on what really matters to you like family and friends and sharing great experiences. Living simply is about slowing down, limiting those ongoing distractions and taking time to smell the roses. Decluttering provides a simple space and it allows you to prioritize function and requires less work to maintain. And you know what this does? This allows you to focus on time to be creative and do the things that you really enjoy. Constant interference from cell phones and televisions and, you know, that constant electronic buzzing, it can really become distracting. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not against any of these things, but sometimes there simply has to be a limit. I mean, when you turn off that TV and you pick up a book, You're keeping your brain active, and reading is so good for you. I mean, it even helps your spelling habits. (laughs) No autocorrect is needed on that one. Taking time to slow down helps with sleep. And if you're going to bed with your head still spinning because you're on the computer or your cell phone after supper time, your sleep quality is probably going to be affected. And if you don't sleep well, your ability to be productive is going to be impacted the following day, and it really can be a vicious cycle. There are so many reasons to embrace living a simple life. You can focus on quality time, not only for yourself, but for those people around you who matter. You know what? Your bank account might grow. 
remember when I was growing up, my friend Marilyn told her once that, you know, her father said, you know, if you always buy the small stuff, you're never going to have the big stuff. And, you know, he was really right. And he was teaching his family that careless spending habits could have a long-term effect. Now, that really is a whole other podcast, you know, but I'm just going to put this one thing out to you. Have a look at it this way. Say you're going to the drive-thru every day and you're buying yourself a $6 latte. Hmm, yeah, on the way to the office, grab that latte. Now you're spending $6 a day and uh, let's say that you do that on weekends too because you deserve that latte, you deserve the treat. So now you're buying a latte seven days a week at the cost of $6 a latte. Guess what? That would be $42 a week in lattes. Hmm, times that by 52 weeks a year. Now you have $2,184 going out the door on lattes. Who would have guessed? So how many hours did you have to work to pay for your daily latte habit? Well, let's just say you made $30 an hour. That would mean that you worked 72 hours straight to pay for that Java. Shopping online has become a bit of an addiction for people. And during the pandemic, it definitely became increasingly popular. And now that click and shop has made it so much easier to add to the credit card bill. And you know what that means. That bill's got to be paid and that means more work. So you got to think about it before you hit click. Do you really need that item? So I thought of a song from the 70s, and I think it was titled Feeling Groovy. I remember it started out with the lyrics, you know, slow down, you move too fast, you got to make the morning last. Well, this is so true, because you can't get the time back. The clock is always ticking, and the road doesn't travel backwards. Are you taking time for yourself? Are you self-nurturing? And do you put your cell phone down when your family's gathered at the table? Do you actually gather at the table and talk about each other's days? Or is everybody on their tablets and they're wolfing down that fast food that you picked up at the drive-thru on the way home because everybody was too busy to cook? What is your lifestyle? Have you become caught up in that race for happiness and forgotten about what really matters? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Can you send me a note through my website? www.lindysaudiocafe.com You can go to the contact me page or there's a little icon on every page where you can record and send me a quick voicemail. You can also find my Facebook group. It's online and join the Lindy's Audio Cafe group. And we have updates and discussions on that group page as well. So I'd like to thank you so much for joining me here today. I really appreciate your time. And on that note, it is time for me to wrap it up. And as I always say, as I end my podcast, remember as you head out there this week, that smiles come in all languages and in all colors. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.